Are you a consulting business owner seeking a better way to scale to your next million in revenue? Accelerate Sales Podcast features other experts who have cracked the code to predictable revenues with proven sales systems that quickly increase revenue and get you on the fast track back to doing what you do best. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hi, Paul here. Before we get into the show, would you like to make a great first impression on LinkedIn? If so, I have something just for you. When people search for your name on Google, your LinkedIn profile will normally come up first. Before meeting someone for the first time, how often do they view your LinkedIn profile? For many coaches and consultants I begin to work with, their profiles don't do them any justice. I've created a simple solution where you can whip your profile into shape to have your best foot forward when attracting new clients on LinkedIn. Go to blgdownload.com, so that's blgdownload.com to get your five killer tips today. Hello to the Accelerate Sales Podcast, episode number 326. If it's your first time, welcome. And if you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you are a regular, thanks for your support. I'd really appreciate a review. That would mean the world to me. So you can just go to iTunes and do that. That would be absolutely fantastic. Please check out past shows on your favorite platform. Just search Accelerate Sales and there's a lot of great interview shows as well as these short solo shows. So get to that. Today's topic is complex sale framework and you'll learn really two key things. One is what is a complex sale framework and most importantly how can you use it to get more referral partners. So that's how I show you a practical example of using it. And a big shout out to Shout out to Brianne Tillman for requesting this topic today. She asked for what happens if your key contact and business leaves midway through the sales process. And if you're listening, you've probably had that happen. And it doesn't always go well. But with by using this complex sales framework, we're going to help you have more than one key contact and be able to rescue the sale. There's a related podcast episode, it's number 272, and that's about what questions are asked when selecting a referral partner. So it goes in a little bit more detail. So what do I mean by a complex sale? You might be thinking, well, aren't all sales complex? And look, in most cases, the answer is yes, but there are some that are more complex than others. Typically, the degree of complexity is related to the number of people who are involved in the decision, right? Sounds pretty obvious. We use the process um, at Coca-Cola, and it's called the complex sale process. Uh, if you remember from your corporate days, you might have heard of a blue sheet before, but that was created by Miller Hyman, and it's H-E-I-M-A-N. And what I've done is created my version of this, which is a lot more simplified format that I use with all of the consultants that I'm mentoring with. And it's really a great way to collect the information to complete the sale successfully. And as Brianne mentioned, a way of not risking it by having all your eggs in the one basket. The link is in the show notes. And if you're a visual learner, you can pause now and go and grab that. So you can actually see the format. This is audio only, it's not video, the solo show. So the scenario I will use is selling to a referral partner. So in this case, uh, it's a, a, client, a past client example where they sold to a private equity company. And what they did was they had their ideal client. So the private equity firm had 
their ideal clients, my customer in their portfolio. And it was really a three-way win. So the portfolio company won by leveraging the software because it was a software product to make better decisions and in particular better fact-based decisions. The private equity company wins by having better visibility to help the uh, portfolio companies. And also my client won because they fast-tracked the sales process. So they're able to sell to 40 companies at once rather than one by one. So I'll go through this. And if you've got it in front of you, that would be great. You can always pause and you can go to the show notes to get it. So section one is fact-finding. Pretty simple, this one. Who's the internal sales owner? It's really important. Normally, it's you as the business owner. And when was it created and what are your key objectives? So some people say, I don't know what time period. So what I normally just do is, well, what's the revenue you could generate in this scenario? Think of it, the income that you're going to generate from the private equity firms, right? So their portfolio companies, and um, you might set it at 12 months, right? And it might be broken down further by, you know, the setup fee, the licenses, and also the ongoing support. So that's how you get the revenue. So that's section one. Section two is the ideal expert. This is where you put yourself in the shoes of the company. So in this case, the private equity company that you're selling to, right? So you would think about, well, what are the key things they're looking for in an expert or a consultant to work with? And then how would they be rated or how, more importantly, would you be rated against it? So think of a simple scale of one to four and four's been the highest. So what's an example of that? So it might be that you've worked with these clients before, might be one of their key criteria that they have when they're assessing a partner. So it's not looking at your strength, it's looking at what they would do if they had not just you, but other companies as well. Okay, so that's section two. Section three is the buying influences. This is where you list all of the people who are involved in the complex sale. And it's normally a lot deeper than what you think. We typically, as a rule, forget key people that influence it. So there's four key roles. So there's a coach, a technical buyer, a user, and an economic buyer. So I'm just using the the, uh, terminology to make it simple from Miller-Hyman there. So what does each role play? So a coach helps you in the sale process. They really are the internal person. So think of who's an example. So in this case, it was the head of operations or the head of revenue, right? So they want to make more revenue for the overall private equity firm, and they also want to help their portfolio companies get more revenue, right? So they really want the software to help with that. So they're willing to give you some information from the inside to coach you through the sale because, you know, they've got the internal sale to to sell to their MD or whoever the decision maker is to get it done. So they're going to help you, right? The more that you make them as if you're both working together, the same objective, the better. Next is a technical buyer. So this is someone that's not using the service internally, but really wants to assess it. So that's normal like a, um, a CFO, a chief financial officer or someone like that. Next is the user. So this is someone who would benefit directly from it. So yes, the financial objectives for the head of revenue, but it might be a business analyst that actually does the number crunching. So they're interested on how it works, what the features are, etc. So they're a lot more detailed. And then you've finally got the economic buyer. So that's the person that makes the end decision and there can only ever be one economic buyer. So that's normally, say, the managing director of the private equity firm. 
And some people say, well, what happens if it's the board that's making the decision if it's going to that level? Normally it doesn't, but if it is, it's normally like the chair of the board. It's one person or one person that might sit on the committee that makes these decisions in a subcommittee as an example. Continuing in this section three, so you've found out what the roles are. You've uh, defined also key information. Now what you want to do is decide on their business results and personal wins, right? So you've always heard win-win. This is how you set it up. So for example, a business win for the managing director, who's the economic buyer, might be to you know have a higher exit for the portfolio companies, right? That's what he may be judged on, he or she, I should say. On a personal note, though, it might be that he really wants to get a couple of big deals because he's looking to retire and bring someone else in. So this is going to help with that timing. And that most of that personal information you only really get from the coach and there's a real art form in that. So that's section one, two, and three. So section four is your strengths. This relates to your position in the sale. So a lot of people talk about strengths as my brand or you know something that you think you bring to the table. But most importantly, it's around what information you've already collected and how strong is it. So you might know exactly what the economic buyers, business wins and personal wins are. So that would rate highly as a strength of yours. All right, before I can continue, I'd like to talk to you about leadjet.io. I recently changed domain names uh, from Build Live Give to Paul Liggins Mentoring and believe me, it was a nightmare. But what it really hurt was when I was doing sales, I had to manually input people's LinkedIn profiles from LinkedIn into my sales CRM. And I also had to go through when I was sending the messages as manually sync them. And the great thing is Leadjet does both of those things, right? So you can use, also you can use it on your LinkedIn profile and you can see all the information in your sales CRM and it support or it supports most sales, major sales CRMs as far as Copper CRM, PipeDrive, HubSpot, Salesforce, etc. But why not check it out for yourselves? Go go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash leadjet. So number five is gaps. So this is gaps in the information to close the sale. So as an example, I do not know the economic buyer's personal win. Right, I guessed before that it might be because he wants to retire, but I, or she, but I don't know that. So what you would do is use your coach to get that information. The other gap might be that you know you want to run webinars to the companies, but you don't even know who's in marketing. You don't know what the structure looks like, etc. So that'd be a gap. So then what you do is uh, once you've done all of those five sections, then you look at the possible actions. So you just list them all down. Uh, doesn't matter what they are. And then you pick your top five to go and implement. So you can get the complex sale framework at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash complex. And obviously the links will be in the show notes. If you'd like me to review a complex sale for you or give you more information, just send me an email at paul at paulhigginsmentoring.com. So three key actions I want you to take today. One is get your copy at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash complex. Two, start working on an example. And three, email me to get some help. You can get all the links at the show notes at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast episode number 326 or the app you're listening to now I recommend pocket cast apps please follow me on LinkedIn I put a lot of great content including the episodes of podcast both solo and also interview and if you know someone interested in gaining referral partners and this process could really help them please share it with them they'll love you for it and you will become their sales hero please take action 
to accelerate sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.